Hi guys, it's Emmett. So yesterday my wife called me while I was walking the dogs in the afternoon and asked uh, if she could pick up a shift today uh, at the uh, hospice center where she works as a nurse. They had called, somebody needed a shift covered, and she wanted to say yes. Now it's 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 a complicated thing to ask because right now it's not just our two daughters at home, but it's also our two nephews as well. And so my wife and I and my brother and sister-in-law are all doing this complicated dance where we all try and get as much work done while having someone be point person on the kids. And so while it was not, uh, if it had just been our daughters, it would have, I would have said, of course, yes, but it was more complicated than that. Um, and my initial feeling was feeling like I, I wanted her to have just said no to them that, that she's already working a bunch of shifts and, uh, I wanted her, I wanted her to defend my work. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I got really upset, and we agreed to talk about it when I got home. By the time I got home, I had talked myself around to uh, to feeling like, of course, she should do it. It'd be nice to have the money. It'd be especially nice for her to have built up the goodwill. So if she needs a day off even so that we can, you know, go on a real vacation that's longer than three days, uh, that she could do that. Um, so I talked myself around by the time I got home that, of course, I should say yes. But it brings up this larger issue of what to do if your partner, if you feel like your partner isn't supporting the work you do as an independent craftsperson or someone working for yourself because there is this inherent risk when you work for yourself that it's easy for you and other people to um, just assume that you'll always be the flexible one and and quite happily I have spent the last six years being the flexible one holding down the fort while my wife went back to school um, and we've been extremely lucky. Both, both of our sets of parents live in the area. We've had lots of childcare support from them over the years. Um, and I'm certainly not complaining. And really, it, it suits me quite well to be the one holding it down at home. But there is a price that gets paid in terms of being able to focus on something. And part of that is just the trade-off of being a parent and a good partner in a relationship. But I do think when some when your partner's job requires them to be somewhere at a certain time and do the work and your job can be flexible, there is the risk that you will always be the one accommodating. And sometimes that's fine, but sometimes it doesn't feel fine. So, there's no silver bullet for this issue. Sometimes you need to 
articulate your need to have some boundaries, which is something I've talked about recently about needing to have some boundaries of quiet time in the morning so that I can write my next book. Um, you know, if people, I get up at a little bit before six and I try to write until six thirty, six forty-five every morning. And if people are up, I've had to ask repeatedly that they not just come into the kitchen where I'm working and start having conversations, that they are quiet until I'm done. But that was a boundary I had to sort of, I had to ask for. Now at other times, you've got to recognize the validity of the other person's argument, right? I had talked myself around to basically saying that of course, Cecilia should take this job or take this shift because um, there were really valid reasons to do so. Um, so it's not always one or always the other, but hopefully in recognizing that there is the risk of that, uh, you can do the work both in terms of articulating boundaries, but also just accepting within yourself that you're going to need to be flexible and you're going to need to be creative about still pushing forward, right? I think one of the things that makes you successful as a self-employed person is that you are driven enough to continue pushing uh, your work forward even if you've had to be flexible and shift when you are doing it, right? So this is nothing new. Every parent of small children knows this. You end up doing what you can do when you can do it. And sometimes that's the best you can do. And it's easy, it's, it's interesting how sometimes the more brittle or the more structured our schedule becomes, the more brittle we become in terms of, you know, when I can do my work and when I can't. And I've noticed in myself a, a brittleness to what I'm willing to do that is entirely based off of uh, me feeling squeezed in the last couple months from having so many people in the house and having, you know, our other forms of sort of child support and interaction in the form of grandparents and school being taken away. I think we're all going through all of this. But what it means is that I've become even more protective of my work time because I've had to be, because uh, I've already seen a 25% drop in what I can accomplish each week, uh, and, I'm, and I don't want it to go lower than that or higher than that, however you run the, that math. So, um, yeah, I don't have a, don't have a, an answer for you guys, except that it's always going to be some combination of articulating your needs, being accommodating as much as you can, and then being accommodating and creative in your own accommodation right so you're being accommodating but it doesn't just mean 
uh, drop the ball on your own thing. It means get creative about how to still get that done while taking care of what needs to be taken care of so that you can hold down the fort. Um, And that has me getting up early and staying up late and restructuring my time and multitasking in ways that I normally wouldn't uh, and all of those things. Uh, They're all part of the package of how to support yourself and how to get support from your partner when you're self-employed. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.